Hello, and welcome to DMCs with Clarissa, where everything that goes beyond small talk is discussed. Hello, and welcome to another episode of DMCs with Clarissa. And today we have a very special episode because for the first time ever, a family member of mine is joining my podcast and it is my one and only mother and she's going to be talking about motherhood and also her angle of it because she actually has her own business. But before we kick it off, can you just quickly introduce yourself to our listeners, please? Yes, hello and thank you to having me here to this special episode. Um, yeah, my name is Martina Schauer and I'm Clarissa's mom for 25 years now. Um, I'm 57 years right now, um, live uh, close to Frankfurt and lived before in Chicago, in Frankfurt, studied in uh, Mannheim, close to Frankfurt. Yeah, worked for an international consulting company and then opened up my own business. Very cool. Yeah, we actually just, well, I'm saying we, you just moved here actually. So everything is still in the rebuilding process, but we found a spot to record this. So I'm very happy about that. And yeah, let's just go right into the first question. So how did you balance the responsibilities of motherhood and building your own company at the same time? Well, that is a you know, um, very interesting question uh, because therefore I have to step a little bit back in my um, experience I have because um, I worked, as I told you, for four years for an international consulting and training company. I worked in Chicago, I worked in Frankfurt, and at the work as a consultant, you're on the client side five days a week. And on the weekends, you're normally, for those times, you stayed in the office and doing all the administrative stuff. So you had more or less a seven-day week as a consultant in those days. Um, I resigned um, after those four years and founded my own consulting and training company in 1995. Why 1995? Um, I met your father. And my working hours didn't match with his working hours. Uh, I lived in Frankfurt. He lived in New York City. So I decided in 1995 to resign and to open up my own business, KMS Consult. So far, so good. So that was 1995. Already two years later, my sweetheart, you have been born. Um, so two years is not that much time to build up your own business. You, of course, you need to build up your network and everything else. So that was really, um, you know, struggling time-wise. Um, you had a lot of work on the one hand the business started and then you're getting pregnant and thinking about wow what you will do with your own business should you stop it what will happen in the future um, and I was really happy to have a husband who supported 
my entrepreneurship and to made it possible that I my, my work was going on more or less with a of course with a break of four to six months yeah so I think the the most important point here is probably that something like this is really only possible if you have like two people working on building up on one side the family but then on the other side supporting the business and I think it's a really interesting example of you two because I think in general or most of the time it is still the husband that is building up a business and in your case the roles were kind of reversed yeah absolutely and um, to be frank I mean he had his own business as well so What does it mean? He stepped back a little bit. I stepped back, of course, because I um, abstained probably for some, you know, opportunities in my business life because there was not enough time to incorporate the business of two people into the family life. And uh, we discussed it, but we said, no, now we have a child and we are not going or looking for like an external person who taking care for you, like an au pair. Um, we decided not to go for that solution. So what we, we matched our, uh, our schedules very well, because after um, you have been born, um, I went I was um, breastfeeding for more or less six months and I stayed at home, working from home for the first four months approximately and then started to uh, go back into business on the client side but maximum for four, like four hours, five hours a day and a maximum in a radius of like 20-30 kilometers around Frankfurt. Again, if you consider that I was still in business or not that many years in business, so my uh, network work wasn't that big, but um, actually clients said, well, you know, then, you know, sometimes they said, no, then we decide for another consultant or another trainer because we need a person who's coming to our, to our you know, on site for four days a week, five days a week. I said, no, I'm sorry, I can't do that because I have a little kid. Um... Yeah, and for, you know, for Frank, it's the same. So both of us stepped back and sometimes it was like he had going out for business and I stayed at home and then vice versa uh, the next days. And that changed from week to week, from month to month. Um, but we, I think we managed very well um, the situation. And of course, I had my, uh, my parents or so your grandparents close by. They could or they stepped in and there was like an emergency or both of us had to um, go for for meeting somewhere else that was fine but that was really um, an emergency solution more or less so that was not the regular way we we did it um, so that is that was our way um, but of course yeah you need two people who are stepping back and say no today or for the next couple of years we have um, a shift in our focus so the focus of course had been you but of course we both had our businesses so um but the focus was priority was 
Flowers. I was just gonna say Still. it's <laughs> after 25 years yes. yeah it's just like all about prioritization at that point in your life I think and where everything kind of falls into place as well like you say everything was happening like all at once like the the meeting each other the having a kid the building the business like it's it's a lot but then people are always like nothing like you can't really plan it Because I think a lot of people nowadays, they're like, their life is like quite planned. So they're like, first, I need a family, like a, a husband or a wife. Then I'm going to focus on my career. And then I'm going to have a child or even the career before mm. the, the marriage. But I think the child is always like the last priority for a lot of people. And they're always like, oh, now is not the right moment. Like we're going to wait a bit more because there's just new business building up maybe so we're going to wait another year but I think actually in your case you didn't even think about that it was just like either it's going to happen or it's not going to happen absolutely right yes yeah. and if it's not going to happen then it's just not meant to be and I actually really like that way of approaching it because it is it is just nature and also business you can't force it obviously you can influence it but if you find a really good business partner that you're going to make a lot of business with like these things are very hard to plan so I think maybe nowadays people get too obsessed with this aspect of wanting everything to be perfect before putting a child into the world. From my point of view, it's not possible. I mean, it was a time, definitely a little bit different time from today. I mean, today, if you walk around uh, on the playgrounds, if you go to kindergartens, to the school or the preschool, there you see a lot of fathers 23 years, 24 years ago, we had from this perspective we had a different world frank was he was one the sometime, only guy <laughs> yeah he was the, he was the the one and only uh, male um who was picking up uh, a kid from the kindergarten so there was a different time and and i'm really happy that i mean that has changed but um yeah 23 24 years ago uh, that was uh, different But did you ever feel like, because especially like in the kindergarten environment, the primary school environment, did you ever feel some sort of pressure from the other mothers where I assume the majority wasn't working and there were stay-at-home moms, especially 25 years ago or 23 years ago? Um, yes. Um, it's, uh, you know, especially if it comes like to, um, you know, kinder um, um, garden parties or baking like uh, birthdays birthdays yeah. baking uh, cakes or preparing uh, salads or whatever um, very often if that was like um, you know in, on, on during the week I was not even as a city unfortunately not all my clients ever have been around the corner so they are all over Europe so I have to travel, I have to travel there, I have to stay there overnight uh, in order to, delivering, to deliver my, you know, my work. So what does it mean on a day-to-day -day work? I wasn't even there. Um, so that's one point that Frank you know, prepared you for kindergarten, for school, brought you there, picked you up, whatever. But it was, I mean, not, he, were, he wasn't able and he was not his task to starting to bake cakes or preparing salads for a general you know party whatever so 
um, yeah, sometimes, you know, people are saying, ah, why are you not coming to this uh, event? And I said, uh, because I'm out of town. Ah. Again? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really, again. I mean, sometimes it was like, you know, like coincidence. or like two, three, four events in a row, even if they are like in a, you know, time separated between four, five, six months. But anyway... Then I couldn't join it, or um, yeah, sometimes there was like uh, you know a, a, a weird look at you, like a side eye. Yeah, <laughs> and you're not. Oh, you're working, and uh, well, yeah, it's 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 more like an under. It was more like an underlying, um, you know, like a feeling. So not as direct. No, it was like you could feel no. it yes. more, like the vibe yes. from the other moms being yeah. like, oh my God, look at her. She's neglecting her kid. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I will never forget as I, you had like this preparation phase in the kindergarten. You were three years old and the, the kindergarten, I mean, the teacher had been really nice, but the first week um, I had to be there um, every day for just to be there in order you have been you know you have been in your group and you're playing you were fine uh, at the kindergarten in the kindergarten yeah, yeah it was everything was fine but i had to stay there in the kitchen of the mm -hmm. kindergarten just to be there so i was there and standing there and of course i was like you know on the phone and working mm -hmm. uh, and so on and so on. and now and then a teacher of the kindergarten came in and said oh okay i'm sorry you're on the phone Yes, because there was not a need to just sit there and do nothing. Mm -hmm. And even that was like, and, and then I put down the phone and I asked, okay, is something with Clarissa? Does she need me? No, no, she's fine. She's just playing. So, and then, then I was thinking, why the hell are you disturbing me? You know, it's my business to do. But this is, this is a, it's so, it, I mean, going from, looking back from today's point of view, it's so... It's so funny, but then, I mean, I had really, you know, to talk to my clients and, you know, to, you know, discuss something. Anyway, I mean, I was there, you know, because I knew the dates in advance and I had to schedule those appointments like my business appointments. Otherwise, they would be, like, booked, you know, with clients' uh, appointments. And that was, for some people, it was strange. This ad hoc um, events, ad hoc perspective, that was not really possible because the timetable, my timetable was so, and of course Frank's timetable was so packed with uh, with different uh, appointments. Frank's my dad, by the way. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just uh, for those who don't know. Um, yeah. No, but that's... that's uh... Yeah, I think it's very interesting. Also, even though I know these stories, just like to listen back and kind of try to understand how you were feeling while I was just kind of living my life as a child is, is very, very cool. Um, but yeah, so next question is, uh, do you have a specific moment or experience that stands out to you as a defining moment in your journey as a mother and a business owner? Um, yeah, um, well, positive or negative? <laughs> or you can do both. It depends what you want to go into. Maybe let's do positive. Let's, let's, uh, stay on a positive note. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
I, th I think that I've, and it's more like, I mean, kindergarten wasn't that interesting. We, we managed and you had your, your friends and, you know, we, you know, had these parties and everything was fine. Starting this uh, school was probably, or your tasks have been probably a little bit more um, demanding. But there was like not even, I mean, who, it wasn't the question who is giving you the night story to, you know, the good night story and bringing you to bed. This was more like sitting down, discussing, um, you know, guiding you to, to or motivate um, yourself to uh, going into task and to do even stuff that you probably uh, don't really like. Mm -hmm. um, so, and now this is uh, positive because um, from my business point of view, I mean, you're doing a lot of like um, motivating, empowering, coaching of people. So you use that on me. Yeah. Um, so this type of like conflict management, I mean, how people react and kids are not really different compared to adults in their reaction. If you're talking about conflict management, uh, it's like a little bit of crisis management and how do you handling it? Uh, so yeah, that, that helped definitely. So to try to be, um, it's not even because you're emotional connected. So that is the big difference between working with your own kid on a demanding topic and working with a client on a demanding topic because to the client I never have that of course not that emotional connection um, but to now and to have to experience the and to know the tools uh, you you're using in order to reduce conflicts or what what you can do to uh, to solve conflicts or even to uh, be aware when you can't really solve a conflict in that moment. Yeah, so my experience as um, consultant, trainer, coach helped me in one or the other. Um, situation definitely to solve the problem and to be of course to be um, very well organized I think I'm a person that brings my job I mean I'm a quality management auditor and quality management uh, consultant and trainer so I train and consult companies how they could improve their processes and their quality and their you know client services so I have to be very well organized as well. I think that helped to get a good balance between and, and to, to manage the day-to-day -day work with uh, as a working mom with um, with a kid. And of course, for the dad, it, it means the same. It's absolutely, you have to be very well organized. Otherwise, I mean, it's not only to manage the kid. I mean, you have a family, you have a household, um, you have all this stuff. It's not only business and kid. It's much more, you know, the, the, fridge need to be filled up and um, yeah all this kind of stuff you have to do the regular day-to-day -day living yeah I think one thing that I just want to talk about that I think is also interesting from kind of the kids like my point of view is that I remember when I did my homework like after school I was like in my room and I did my homework and I kind of was motivated to do it because you spoke about motivation 
because I knew that you were working in your office and I was in his office. So it was like I was surrounded by people that were busy doing something. And like when I had a question or something, I would just come across the corridor and like ask you. But sometimes you would be in a business call and then I would know I would have to wait. You know, I feel like a lot of things I got taught a really young age, like waiting for someone to finish a call or being respectful of when someone's doing a task, which I think a lot of kids learn a lot later when the dad is in the office so they don't really see that and then the mom is doing the household so they're never really confronted with someone that is like really concentrated or really busy so I think that's something that I've learned from a really young age just because of that and then I was there and once you had done your calls like you were free and you always had an open ear for me even though you probably had like 25 other tasks to do but um, yeah I feel like that motivated me for sure like knowing we're all like we're all doing something and it's not just me sitting in my room while everyone else in the house is having fun you know yeah no for sure so now I have a quote for you and it is by Kate Winslet and she said having children just puts the whole world into perspective everything else just disappears and I thought this quote was quite interesting because what I thought is that uh, that's exactly also what you were talking about in the beginning about priorities and how you have to manage those but yeah just wanted to hear your thoughts on it yeah it's an interesting quote I mean it's <clears throat> it's like 100% or nothing and I partly agree with it because of course you are my priority number one um, and I would I mean I would do everything if there is really something serious going on if you need would need my help and, and that would be the same absolutely doesn't matter where you are where we are we would just step in the next plane and and coming to you and help you whatever it doesn't matter how old you are I mean that's absolutely number one um, so but that's a hundred percent on the other hand as a working um, mom and that's I mean that's the topic of this uh, episode um, sometimes it's even difficult to react immediately you have to make sure that someone can react immediately I will never ever forget the situation you have been like one year old there was uh, as I told before I start restarted uh, my business the business increased um, I had to go for um, audit actually to um, to a city uh, like 400 kilometers far away from Frankfurt for three days so two nights and three days and of course I switched off my mobile phone during the day because I was doing the business I had client meetings I did the audit the whole day and then like four o'clock in the evening, I went to the car um, and uh, put on my, my phone and there was a message. I mean, there were a lot of messages, but just one important message and the message was from dad. And there was a message, I'm like, could you please call me back? I just returned from the hospital with Clarissa, but it's nothing serious, but it would be great if you call me back. Can you imagine this situation? <laughs> my color in my face, in the sitting in the car, um, on 
um, on a Wednesday evening, four o'clock, you have, you know, to drive 400 kilometers, which means that time of the day, you need like six hour drive to coming home. So I put up the phone and called him and said, well, um, it's not other, but uh, it would be great if you could be home as soon as possible because Chloe says she has just the checkbox. And I just came back from the hospital and put this, you know, cream on the chickpox, but she has fever and so on and so on. Well, okay. Um, that wasn't really funny. I think that was my, from a feeling, in a feeling, my longest drive in my life. Because, you know, the whole, you're driving the car and there's a rush hour and a lot of cars in front of you. The only thing you want to do is that you want to be home as soon as possible to, you know, to... I don't know what I, I couldn't even do anything but just to be there and um, yeah it was really heartbreaking this drive was terrible but that is um, I don't remember it's yeah fine. no 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 of course not <laughs> yeah you have a little scarf but that I mean if I would be there or not you have this scarf anyway um, that is something where I said well yeah if you wouldn't be wouldn't have been like a working mom would have stayed at home um, and but to be frank had I ever the possibility to do something different from the dad not really I mean he is a great dad he was a great dad there he put you in the car he drove you to he drove you to the to the hospital to the doctor um, the doctor said well you know little young young lady um, for the chicken pox but anyway now you know please use the rear door to to leave the hospital but um, yeah he was he was great he was taking care and um, it's just like um, that's going to your heart you know it's more you're thinking about to be if you like try to be realistic he did the same so it's not really really a difference um, but it's um, yeah it's hard sometimes it's hard but of course your um, I focused I focused uh, my life uh, to you of course and um, all the time and every time it was uh, another funny story for probably um, yeah it was the same situation I was you was much older but it was a situation, I was on a client's side, and uh, of course my phone was switched off. And I came back to the hotel in my room, and there was a message. And it was like, you know, very, you know, you were nervous, and you had some homework to do in math, of course. <laughs> and uh, no idea what to do, how to do it, and you sent me pictures, and you know, from the, okay, so was like eight o'clock in the evening so we you know called and I said well you know I will have a look at it so after like a 10-hour day uh, I sat down and tried to find a solution for this very nice mass tasks um, and actually I wasn't able to in one one there was different you know several I don't remember this yeah it was so funny because <laughs> There was one mass task that I couldn't find a solution. I was like counting. And the next day, the client was actually was an insurance company. And one of the client's team, he was doctor of math. 
And so on the next day I said, well, you know, I have a question. Do no you way. Have, yeah. Do you have an idea? Because I was really like, you know, I you know, put my head about it and I'm not, I'm, I'm really good in math, but I couldn't find a solution. And the funniest thing was, I mean, of course, what never, it was not anymore a task for you because homework was done and, you know, back to school and so on. And the funniest thing was he came back the next day and I, said, I was so curious because I couldn't find the solution. And so I gave it to my wife. She's professor for math at the <laughs> university. And she said, it's just a wrong equation. equation. Yeah. It's, you can't find a solution because it's, it's wrong, you know? Yeah. It, yeah. So it was just printed wrong in, in the math building of the school. It was so, it was so funny. It's like, well, okay, so it's not your fault. It's not your fault, Professor. It's not a solution. I mean, you can't find a solution from your level of you yeah. know, math you had at school. It was like, I don't know, seventh grade or eighth grade yeah, or anything yeah, yeah. like that, you know. Yeah, that was, uh, that was really, that was really funny. Yeah. That's cool. That's a cool story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it makes you very relatable also having kids even in the work world you know yeah I feel like you have a lot of like touch points with other people that you can sympathize with like I realize it now as well like in my job I mean mostly surrounded by men but they're starting to having kids now and then they're like oh like how much does your kindergarten cost and like where is your kid gonna go to school and like all of this chat and yeah I think that it does really bond nowadays at least yeah, and, and that is, an, I mean, this is amazing that you're saying that because my working experience for the last, I don't know, 30 years, 40 years is I worked still till until today in a male-focused area. That might be, you know, based on the uh, branches I'm working for, so a lot of service companies, um, a lot of uh, like insurance, banking companies, finance companies. Um, so the management is still very male focused, and as you was younger, and and I talked to those people, to those guys, and they they had most of the time they had non-working wives at home. Mm -hmm. So said, well, you know, I'm working till I love to work till eight or nine o'clock in the evening because when I'm coming home, the kids are already in bed. So I have time with my wife, mm -hmm. and I was then there. Said, "Well, that is I don't. I mean, that was never ever my point of living. I mean, I was like starving to coming home after a business trip, and if I could catch a flight earlier, I catch the flight earlier just to be." one hour to say good night to me yes <laughs> you know and that is such a big difference i think it changed today again so hopefully it changed but in those days yeah they were really like oh you have to go home and said and what what did you do which was like oh you're home at like eight or nine o'clock in the evening I said yes and then you have still i mean your kid and on the weekends you have doing the household yes and the grocery shopping oh yes well i mean they were like impressed because you have this really this tasks you have to do and their wives doing it but they're only doing it without you know having their own business and doing all this work um 
that's the difference. But I never regret it, so. Good. Well, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, then yeah. that, that leads us to the, to the last question really well, I think, because it is for, uh, for young girls or young women that do want to go down the same path as you. So they do want to become self-employed and uh, become a mother one day or sooner than later. What would your advice to them be? Um, yeah, be careful uh, how you choose as a partner, who you choose as a partner. Um, I think that is really, really important. I mean, it's um, if you, from my point of view, I think it's important that you that you are a working mom. I mean, it's up to everyone by himself or by herself. But uh, I think it's important to stay, you know, to stay in and to develop yourself on an ongoing basis. Um, it's important for that and to be like. Uh, a role model for your kids. I didn't mean that the um, that a housewife couldn't be a role model for the kids. No, I mean it's really up to everyone um, herself. But from my point of view, it's really important to choose the right partner who is willing to step back in his career um, or to take time out for a couple of years to reduce and then to start again because if the kids is like um, I don't know uh, six seven eight nine ten you can really it's it's much easier if everything um, goes fine another point is um, be aware that who do you like to taking care for the kids um, what are you able to do? You have to really discuss it. I mean, Frank and my perspective have been we are not, I mean, having a kid and then sending it to a certain person, like to a crib or to, to a nanny or whatever, or getting a nanny into the house or whatever. That wasn't our point of view. For everyone or for, for other persons, that might be fine, you know, or it's, it's even necessary to do it. But uh, for us, it was important that either Frank or myself taking, let's say, 90% of the time taking care of you. Because we are the parents and we decide how you can raise you, uh, what is, what, which values we like to introduce to you, what is important for us, what we like to teach you. So those are all points you have to, you have to figure out up front. And then... Um, yeah, not, not everything is planable, but um, it's important to talk about this uh, before you get the partner. Be careful. <laughs> yeah, the right partner. okay, fair. <laughs> yeah, because um, it might be your choice to stay at home. Then if that is a decision of both partners, that's absolutely fine, you know. But to, from my point of view, to say... To raise a kid with um, a partner and the partner is 150% working and working on his career and you as a mother like to be entrepreneur or, or a businesswoman plus taking care of a kid, um, that is 
not possible. Yeah, there's not enough hours in a day no. to do all of it. No, no. Even if you have someone, you know, supporting you in the household or in the kitchen or whatever, there might be so, so much different situations. Um, situations with kids coming, you know, just like this. I mean, they're just coming up and they, you can't plan them like the chickpox or uh, the school is calling, well, cross a fall on the, you know, in, in the park and get a scratch on the head or whatever and you have to come pick her up and probably go to the hospital. Well, you know, um, you can't plan it with the kids. And um, so you have to have a flexibility and uh, yeah, Make sure from the beginning on kindergarten as a school that uh, the kid has two partners, two parents, you know, not only the mother. If the mother, you can't get the mother on the phone, call the father or call the father first and then the mother, whatever. So make sure um, that both are flexible to taking care of the kid. Well, I think this brings us to a very nice end of this episode. Thank you so much for your insights and for being on my podcast. And yeah, I hope you guys have a good rest of the week and enjoyed this. Bye. Thank you. Bye.